Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Melissa Hensley, welcome to the Emma Gunn Show. How are you? Oh, Emma Guns, thank you so much, Emma Guns, for having me on the Emma Gunn Show. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Thank you. And I'm so glad you're here. So I'm sure everybody knows who you are because you're Melissa Hemsley, for goodness sake. But you are a self-taught chef, a food columnist, author, a food activist, and sustainability champion. And I have a really strong feeling that your feel-good habits are going to be excellent. Sorry to put pressure on you, but I just feel like they're going to be really good. Oh my, okay. It's funny, you say, you say, I think people might know who you are. I don't think that's true. And also, I'll tell you, should I tell you my, my two people that I often get asked, obviously not now because I'm not passing that many people on the street, but I used to get in my younger days, are you, are you Jamila Jamil? I used to get, uh, I guess it's the fringe. Uh, um, and what what a comparison for me I mean that's you know that's a real and then the other I used to get was and then this would be the other one are you that chef I'd be like yeah and they'd be like are you the, are you the chef of the cookbooks I'm like yeah and they're like oh, oh Rachel Koo love you love you Rachel Koo <laughs> so <laughs> they're that, my top two that's so funny I feel... and Rachel Koo great women <laughs> yeah that's so funny I just feel like Hemsley and Hemsley is just massive and everyone knows who you are and everyone's got your cookbook I just feel like uh, that's just I hope you're a household name recipes Oh gosh, really? God. Um, no, it is, it is, I'll tell you what, it is a thrill uh, when people message me. Actually, just yesterday, as I was drifting off Emma and trying to, um, and thinking about you uh, and thinking about how I, what my feel good habits are, I was like, okay, one of them is turn my phone off for sure. And then I got into an absolute spiral of great memories and, you know, sad memories because, you know, teenage years. But someone that uh, I didn't recognize because she changed her name, someone had, um, said my old school friend Melissa and tagged me in a, in a soup and she changed her surname. So I was like, and she didn't post many pictures of herself. So anyway, long story short, here I go rambling already. An old school friend had obviously found a book, made a recipe and then tagged me. And it was just a really nice way to connect with, with, with old friends. Yeah. Making that's, soup. That's so, what soup was it? She made the coconut and carrot ginger one. Oh goodness me. Does that, that sound good? It does sound good. I like, I'm in the mood for something very warming today. It's quite a chilly day here in London. It's quite grey. So it would be the perfect day for like a spicy, thick, uh, earthy soup. That's it. Well, that is one of my feel-good habits is make soup. Oh, okay. Elaborate, please. Shall I kick (laughs) off on that? Okay. Well, I was, I just, you know, I do feel a certain amount of, gosh, I just really love your feel-good habits and all your podcasts. I was trying and I'm, you know, as you can tell, I'm a rambler. So I was like, how can I be as succinct (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, articulate as possible on that Emma Gunn show. Um, but I narrowed it down to these, and I've got my little notebook here to keep me on course. And one of them was, if in doubt, just make soup, I've put. So, um, and, and as you said, you're in the mood for it. It feels like a, a, you feel like a groundy soup, an earthy soup, a comforting soup. I just think no matter what the seasons of our, of our uh, um, gosh, what, what it, whatever season we're in, we are pretty much us UK friends or on us Northern Hemisphere friends. It is always a little bit drizzly. It is always a little bit cold. Um, and I need comfort all year round, not just in the winter months. So if in doubt, make soup. And um, you you said uh, sustainability champion, which I always think these these words are just so funny, aren't they? I mean, when someone says them to you, you're like, oh God, that sounds, not you, me, me, me calling myself that sounds a little bit funny. But I just, wherever I can, I think, oh, how can I do a little sustainable twist there? How can I upgrade that to be a bit more positive? Um, and these are my terms, um, not anyone else's. And I just think, oh, God, how can I be a bit more waste-free? How can I use that up? How can I save that? Is there any chance I could make something of that? And I think soups are just the way forward when it comes to that. And I don't think you can mess up a soup. And for anyone, you said hearty soups. And I, I always say that whenever I talk about soups. I do it like a little disclaimer at the beginning and go, non-boring soup alert, you know? <laughs> because I do think soups, people just sort of roll their eyes or give up. In the same way, when I was banging on about healthy food 12 years ago, I could just see people switching off if they weren't interested and probably half the people I would talk to wouldn't you know someone would say what do you do as I'm a chef what kind of food and I say oh well I love all food but I always like to think of like uplifting feel good healthy food and I could just see their eyes glaze over but now I feel that soups and health and and feel good and comfort are all words I think more and more people are gravitating towards so soup soup for me is that is that 100% and actually and I know regular listeners will know I've talked a lot about how when I had my breast surgery last year and I had to and I was being quite quiet for six weeks I really paid attention to what I was eating and it was the first time I'd slowed down enough to actually feel the difference that it can make to how you feel the next day or immediately after you eat it it was was such an interesting experience actually Mm. about a year and a half ago one of my friends had breast surgery too and I took three days off went to her house and uh made soup for her and filled her freezer and she (laughs) she still says to me now she's like what have I got to do to get you to come over and uh, make me some more soup but I uh, you know soup fans listening know how diverse and I don't think I've ever had the same soup twice you know how diverse it all is how you can have chunky smooth and creamy chickpea, lentily, uh, noodly, ricey, veggie ones, you know, a bit of chicken running through it. Um, we all just know how good it is. And, and certainly for me, I really try and do, and this is probably, this is sort of ties into another feel good habit. I try and do, you know, tech free meals, uh, which is, which is tricky because of an evening, you know, maybe you're like, Oh, I just would love to crash with a big bowl of something and watch uh, another episode of something or maybe at lunchtime it's very tempting or breakfast to uh, eat your eggs or have your lunch you know just answer one more email uh, so I really try hard to have a laptop free lunch and I think that soups mean that you can do a bit of batch cooking you can heat one up and it gives you it buys you back 20 minutes every day at least that you can go for that walk that you and I were just chatting about mm. you can get your workout in like we were just talking about <laughs> you can chat you can you know I'll, I'll heat up a soup and call a friend that's like my thing and it's already yeah. cooked so I'm just heating up 
Okay, I'm going to ask you about Sue. Well, first of all, first of all, I'm going to say I'm furious that I didn't know you when I had my breast surgery because I would have loved for you to come over for three days <laughs> and look after me. Right. Second of all, right for someone who's listening who thinks, okay, I've never made a soup because a I don't have the kit, b it's quite it's quite messy and complicated. I feel like we need you to break it down for us in the way that is most accessible. So, is it the case that you might have to need you do need some kit? Would you would you need a special blender or anything? You'd only need a blender if um, you wanted to blitz it. And so you can straight away, if you don't want to uh, get any more kit, then you can just take away that and you can have still so many options. So, uh, But the thing is, you don't even need to have a standalone blender, by which I mean the sort of ones with jugs. You could just use, I'm, I, I, I've been in a lot of kitchens. I feel like a lot of people have got a stick blender somewhere. I've gone through a lot of kitchen drawers in my time. If you have got, <laughs> if you have got a stick blender, fab. If you've got one in the attic, the cellar, you know, your, you know, your auntie's got one and she's not using one, get one. But if not, don't, don't do the blending step. You, you take away a step completely and you can have a nice chunky one, a noodly one, a thick one. I know a lot of people like to not blend it because they like to have something to chew. It mm. helps them, you know, enjoy and savor that bit longer. But um, for anyone, to, all those, all those um, reasons that you, you just described that people might be thinking are all completely valid. It could be all of those things. But um, straight away, I'll say, because I just put it up two days ago, I've got 10 soups on my website now, all free obviously all my recipe websites uh, all my recipes on the website are free there's 10 soups everything from noodle rice chickpea lentil they're all about 30 minutes they all make between four to six portions so emma you might have one today uh maybe skip a day so that it doesn't feel boring and have another one the next day put three in the freezer but also i think toppings are so great so have you ever seen uh or heard of a halloumi crouton emma are you a fan of a halloumi cheese no, but you say Your halloumi. eyes have just rolled. Your <laughs> eyes have just rolled into the back of head. Because <laughs> halloumi is one of life's great pleasures, right? Like a, <laughs> I agree. Thank you. Should that be a feel-good habit in its own? Just eat halloumi. Halloumi is its own franchise. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, you could do the same thing with paneer too. So what I just do is, uh, obviously, they're not croutons because croutons are bread. And, uh, you know, croutons are a great way of, of saving and rescuing, you know, st- a slightly stale bread and, and making them crispy and lovely. But I'm just calling them croutons so that you can envisage it. And you just chop up the halloumi, you fry it a little bit or paneer, and you can add a bit of spice if you like and some salt. And then you top that on your soup. So you could make... For example, I've got half a butternut squash. Don't you feel like some veg never go? Like it's just like, I've mm. that squash still giving or a massive <laughs> cauliflower head. And so I'll make a pretty basic soup, onions, garlic, the veg, stock or stock cube, water, salt and pepper. And then I change up the toppings. So one day I might stir miso soup, uh, miso, uh, I might stir a spoonful of miso soup through one day. I might stir some pesto through another day. Then it's got Italian vibes. I might throw some chili flakes and the halloumi croutons on another day. So it just keeps it feeling different. Mm-hmm. And it depends on your mood. You're Maybe you're in a really cheesy halloumi mood. So then it's your halloumi day. <laughs> maybe you want like fresh herbaceous greenery. You could make a pesto. Maybe you want, uh, I don't know, grounding and you want some cinnamon and cumin. That's another day. So it's like a base that you play with, which makes it really nice and adaptable. And it's cheap um, um, and, and resourceful and a great thrifty way to cook delicious and this is gonna no you've you've sold me on it and I'm obviously immediately going to make soup today but um I know this might sound so random but I feel like certain soups require certain bowls does that make sense interesting to you? do you mean like a deep filled or like a a, a more uh, 
No, no I, do you know what? No, I don't. You put me through it. <laughs> so if I was going to have a noodly soup, and we're talking yes. something that was more like a faux or a faux, I forget how you say it, then I would want like a big bowl. So I, But, you know, a big, quite deep bowl that would hold a lot of broth. If I was having something hearty, I'd want like an earthenware bowl. <laughs> With a with a particular this. spoon. Is this just me living my interior design dreams? It's like no, a bowl I like it. soup. <laughs> I like how you're sort of ritualizing it, which I think is really important. In the same way that when I have a herbal tea, I like a different mug to say if I have mm. a coffee. Is that where you're going? It was, and, and I'm right. so glad you said that because I was worried <laughs> I'd gone down a very dark alley. No, I like this. And you're right, different spoons. Um, I like what you said about a ginormous bowl for a noodle soup, a pho or a ramen or something, because then you can get your head stuck in. <laughs> and and of course, the age-old question, do you bring the noodles to you or do you bring yourself to the noodles? Yeah, that big bowl lets you decide whether you bring it up or you go down. Um Eventually yes. you become one with the bowl, obviously. You are one with the bowl. Um, but uh, yeah, I like, I sometimes like a bug, uh, a bowl, can't speak. I sometimes like a bowl you can literally hug like it's uh, yeah, a lovely puppy or something, you know, a non-wriggly puppy that you can get your arms around. In the same way, a hot chocolate has to be in a massive mug, right? Obviously, No yeah. little hot chocolates. No. No. I'm, we could yeah. do a whole session on soup and, and hot drinks. I am very specific about mugs. Very, very specific about mugs too. Gosh, what a what an awful human I am. Right, so let's no. let's, let's now unpick the tech thing because you alluded to having tech-free moments and to enjoying yes. things by being tech-free. So does that expand beyond soup? It does. So laptop-free lunches, I think, are an important one. And um, I, 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 you and I were just having a little chinwag before, weren't we? While I was trying to find my earpods, and I was saying uh, that one of the great things about chatting to you is it's a little reminder to myself to check in to breathe you know I was I this morning I was really busy and we were just saying I was I wasn't breathing holding my breath while doing something and then I went oh, I'm just about to go on Emma get Emma Gunn's uh feel good show and I'm not breathing which would probably be the ultimate feel good habit for survival uh <laughs> and one of the others was yes get off my phone I actually put in my diary I probably could find a more positive way of saying get off your phone in exclamation marks but I've tried different ways of doing it like uh Melissa have a di- have a day for yourself doesn't work get off your phone is just a recurring uh calendar invite on my phone and that reminds me on a Sunday to try and always be off my phone I tend to work on a Saturday because I do live cook-alongs which I love every Saturday lunch and then I'm buzzing do you get like that after a <laughs> Maybe you'll feel it after our session, but do you buzz, do you buzz after a good recording? Oh my goodness, it's, it's one of two things. It's either uh, a complete buzz or it's like, that was so amazing that I just have to sit down very, very quietly. And it's very similar to doing live TV. Very similar, I think. And doing lives as well. Even though you're in your own house with no one around yes. you, perhaps, but you're, you're interacting with loads of people and you come off alive sometimes, it can feel like a real smack down to earth, can't it? I sometimes feel a bit nauseous. I guess that's me dumping my adrenaline. So what do you do to relax after that? Um, Sit quietly. It depends. Sometimes I think you just know, and I'm sure listeners will relate to this. Sometimes you can get that feeling of you're not sure whether you're exhausted or whether you have energy to burn. And sometimes you almost need to (laughs) shake it up. So that's when you go out for a walk. Or there's a brilliant yoga move actually called knocking on heaven's door, which is a show me. 
Well, I mean, it's difficult to show. With, I, I mean, I'll, I'll knock my uh, microphone off and listeners won't be able to see it. But essentially, stand upright and you yeah. just almost like twist your arms like this. And so you, sm- oh, I'm d- you smack your right butt cheek with your left hand and then swing yeah. that- and it kind of opens you yes. up and I guess if you do that for about two minutes you will know whether you you want to sit down or whether you want to get up and do more <laughs> that is such a good tip I'm going to do that I'm going to do that also can you record that and send, and send, <laughs> send it to remind I'm, me I'm going to I'm going to just insert it into my calendar invites to myself I'm going to send you a link to yoga with uh, yoga with Adrian doing it because she makes it look a oh, lot better and gives much brilliant better instructions than I do <laughs> um no you did a fab job of that um so there's that. There's there's the laptop free lunches. There's switching off of an evening. There's trying to take that one day a week. If I didn't work on a Saturday, I would try to do the weekends off. Do you do tech free days? No. Do you find it hard with work as well to have a tech free day, or, or just not something you feel you need to do? I think it would be an excuse to say I find it difficult with work. I just think I just have I. I like being connected. And then also, for example, at the weekend, I did try to go on a bit of a go slow because I was a bit burnt out. And um, by four o'clock, I'm itching to do something. And then before you know it, I'm in the bathroom filming a like, oh, here's how I use the side shadow palette. I I love doing it. I love it. (laughs) That's... I love it. Four o'clock, shall I have a nap, a book? No, here's my eyeshadow palette. Ten ways my eyeshadow palette. It, it is really interesting, isn't it? Because when you love what you do, and I I go through stages. Some days I'm just in love with what I do. Some days I feel knackered. And so yeah. everything I love doesn't hit the spot. But um, I, I, my boyfriend also is someone who loves being on his phone and connected. And he, he works lots of different hours. So if I see him out the corner of my eye and I've got my phone <coughs> off, what you said about getting itchy, I just can't. Sometimes if I'm being a real brat, I'll say, how can I concentrate on this movie when I can see your iPhone light in the corner of my eye? <laughs> you know, get off your phone. But um, uh, it's tough. My my mum, my for example, hates it when I turn my phone off because she's like, I want to be able to get hold of you. So I, I, I feel that I don't. I only really turn my phone off when I know that I'm with someone who I just feel like I want yeah I want to know how my mum is or I want to be able to get hold of me there's that right we want to the only time I can fully relax is when I'm with my family because then I'm because I'm with them they're in front of me but the way I've worked around it and this might help you you might already do it I have a do not I have a do not disturb on my phone from 10 p.m until 7 a.m but the only people that aren't included in that do not disturb are my family ah See, I have my do not disturb. And I think I've got something that says when this person rings, they can get through. If someone rings twice, I'm going to look into that. See, this is you helping me use tech for the greater good in the same way you just taught me how to use my microphone properly. (laughs) That's the thing. I just, um, I've just been reading this book, which is unbelievably fascinating called Irresistible by uh, Adam Alter. And it's a real deep dive into the addictive qualities of tech and social media and all of these sorts of things and it really is a case of it's it's how you use it you have to have some sort of agency yes if you just blindly sit on it and just allow it to take over your life obviously it will but if you use it with an element of is this good for me or you use it to your advantage it it can be a positive thing it's not just a negative beast no I I agree I mean my Monday night sessions that I did called the feel good sessions on a Monday and the cook-alongs that I do on a Saturday have really, really, really supported me, inspired me, motivated me. 
um, and how great that we could do this. Having said that, I've always had a secret hope that one day I could be on your podcast and I'm sad that we're not doing it face-to-face, but I hope we'll actually be face-to-face one day. <laughs> we'll be, and you know I'm holding the big show in reserve until we can be face-to-face. Oh my, there you go. Also, I can just see your light behind you. You're going to have to teach me how to use that one day because I've got one. Yes. Oh God, it's so easy. <laughs> right, okay. What? Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, tech, on the, well, this is it. Um, you, you basically summed it up perfectly. I've really deep dived uh, into how I how I can use tech to support me uh, and where it makes me a bit sadder or a bit grumpier or a bit more feeling like I'm lacking. And I try to get rid of those sides and I try to um, uh, be okay with the fact that I know I'm an itchy, want to get on my phone person. But I also know if I can be off it for most of Sunday, I can bounce into Monday a little bit happier. Um, But but the laptop free lunch is for sure. Um, And I think also I... I try not to save, like, I don't really have an after work. I'm not really free in the evening. So instead of just going, oh, gosh, I've missed chatting to my friend tonight because they're, they're, they're more nine to five, you know, working from home and I'm not. I just try and incorporate it into uh, being connected into to the actual day. So if I'm going on a walk, I'll try and do a work call or chat to a friend. And it would be dreamy to just go for a walk and not have to speak to anyone. But some days, if, if it's the difference between, and this goes into another feel-good habit, get outside. If it's the difference between getting outside or not by combining it with a phone call, that's okay. Mm. Um, so I just try and make sure I go outside every day. And I'm probably going to do what, uh, do this as, yeah, get outside too straight after this because I'll be excited, I'll be buzzing. I can tell already. And uh, also at this time of year, you never know when the rain's going to come. So you've got to take the <laughs> take the clear sky when you can, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's the thing I think I said on the podcast the other day. I rely on my phone for so much that I will lie in bed in the morning and check the weather on the weather app rather than go to the window and look outside. That's when you know there's an issue. But um, right, so going outside, is there... Um, is there a ritual that you put around it or is it just a, do you know what? I know that fresh air is good for me and moving. Um, well, I've got a dog too. So even when I'm feeling despondent, lazy, or just feel like I don't have the time, I'd say I'm doing it for my dog. Uh, but um, I, I do try and say to myself, I, I know this is going to be good for you. So my ritual is, well, actually during over lockdown, my boyfriend and I, I'm sure like everyone did. We, everybody had a birthday almost because it's been almost a year, hasn't it? So uh, for my birthday and his birthday, we bought each other walking boots. Uh, and he did so much. I mean, I just like, he, he's, he's very into fashion. And I don't mean trendy fashion. I mean like just quality, quality products. He'll spend like weeks researching. He, he bought us two pairs of boots. And we said to ourselves, this is our present to each other. And so we keep them by the front door and we have this ritual where, you know, we go through like, is everything locked? Blah, blah, blah. My big thing is, the, are the candles off? And the dog gets ready. And we- Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We have like a lovely little thing where the boots take about 10 minutes to get on because of that proper laced up. And what I also do is, and I know this makes sense, by my door I have, you know, my anorak, I have my boots. I keep a selection of lovely socks. So that it then stops, you know, like exercising. Did I see someone you were like, I, keep, I, I always have my exercise gear ready. I don't know if it was you. I, I try and do the same. I try and, if I want to motivate myself to go outside or exercise, I get my kit ready in advance so mm. that I don't get distracted. Where's yep. my sports bra? Where's my socks? Where's my, I don't know. Uh, so I keep it all there. That's my ritual, probably, the getting ready to go. And um, even if it's just around the block, Great. If I can, we'll do an hour and a half one. We live sort of near Epping Forest, East East London, near Epping Forest. It's beautiful. Um, And we try and leave our phones. And um, uh, we've actually been having uh, online couples therapy almost every week, every two weeks for the whole of lockdown, which has been wonderful. So often we'll use it as a chance to, like, check in about a session. Sometimes... um, my boyfriend would just say, like, can we just not talk <laughs> for a bit? Can you just stop talking for a bit? Which I've got to say, at the beginning of lockdown, I found quite offensive. And I'd be like, this is our time to connect. But then I really understood how wonderful it is, right? Mm-hmm. To walk in, in silence. And and then you just, you're not, you're never in silence when you're outside. You hear so much. You notice so much. It's it's invigorating and so important. Sorry, I just got lost in a whole world there. No, I enjoyed it. And it reminded me of that uh, scene in the diner in Pulp Fiction where Uma Thurman talks about uncomfortable silences. And actually, that's when you know that you're, I think that's when you know that you're really good friends with somebody when you suddenly realise you're not talking. That for me is always like the sign of when I, like when you make friends and then you suddenly realise I've been with this person, we're just not, we're not talking and it's not weird. That's true. Think? Ooh, I, I, I want to watch Pulp Fiction now for the rest of the afternoon. That's a great, great memory from that film. Just makes that me also true. think of Rouge Noir nail polish because after I saw Pulp Fiction and Uma Thurman with the short Rouge Noir nail. So chic. It's like, we literally waited years to get a bottle of that nail polish. <laughs> years. And then I wore it to a, uni- a mock university interview and the the guy, it was a like parent teacher's night and he, they'd come in to like do these mock interviews with us at university. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't pay attention to what was coming out of her mouth because of her ghastly nails. Oh, <laughs> score, win. <laughs> like whatever. Anyway, so yes. I love how, I love all the tangents that we're going on, actually. Outdoor walking to uh, Pulp Fiction. Who would have thunk it? Ghastly, ghastly. (laughs) Oh, I love it. He said it was ghastly. That's brilliant. See ya. Yeah. Where where do we go from outside? Is there anything else that you do outside that's a feel-good habit? Mm. Do you know what, as well, I, I have really enjoyed... You know, if I had the choice between a rainy day and a non-rainy day, I'd probably pick the non-rainy day. But I've got to say, I also love the feeling of when you walk back inside, especially if it's been like bitey cold on your cheeks 
or a bit rainy and you know how lucky we all are walking into our warm homes um and you know peeling off some layers mm. um and and having you know a hot drink or, or a little bath or whatever so I love that feeling but I really want to say like I have had not just this last year but you know there are times when I absolutely don't want to go on a walk and I feel shit am I allowed to say shit I feel shit, say shit, it, shit. sister <laughs> Okay, I feel shitter than shit and I don't want to go outside and I don't want to do anything and I'm really low and fed up. And my boyfriend will say, come on, let's go for a walk. And I'll say, like, no, F off. Like, I, I, I absolutely am here. I'm here in this feeling and I can't see the wood from the trees. Um, and there's times I don't go and then I'll get to like 11 o'clock and I'll just be itching to go and I'll go for a walk around the block with him at 11 o'clock at night and I'll always feel that bit better so I don't want to make out like I'm some sort of bouncing out the house and like oh I love trees and there's that bird that I have learned its name you know <laughs> but but the power of getting outside even if it's 11 o'clock at night um always makes me feel a little, a little bit better so I think that's important so you know today I'm in a great mood I'm I'm feeling you know I've got a bit done this morning I'm chatting to you I feel really lovely um um, and welcomed into your space but there are many many days where I the last thing I want to do is is leave or face what feels like facing the world and mm. I and I still try to do it and, and I and it has I, I would probably say has always helped yeah it's that thing isn't it um you never you never finish a workout and think oh I wish I hadn't done that because it's just chemicals yeah. are released you, you can't argue with science can you <laughs> yeah where where have we got to, my friend? Where what feel good habits do we okay. have? <laughs> so we've 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 talked soup. We've also talked hot drinks, and we talked Lumi croutons. We've talked laptop free lunches and digital detoxes, and then that's led us into getting outside because uh, it feels good, and even when we don't want to, it it, it feels the chemicals are all good. Um, what else? Um, okay. <gasps> this is something that I really struggle with because soup I don't struggle with. Digital detoxes I struggle a little bit with. Get outside I told you sometimes I struggle with. Okay, I really struggle with this one, but I feel the benefits, the feel-good benefits when I do is saying no uh, oh. and saying no thank you uh, to things. Um, and so I don't know quite how to... You're very good with words. I don't quite know how to say it in a more you know interesting way but basically I've put say no thank this is interestingly Emma this is the one I put here's my list here's it's the one I put first on the list oh. and it's the one I struggle the most with I, I said say no thank you more than yes no problem or yes I'd love to my boyfriend you know we're all we're working from home he says well I all I never knew how much you just answer the phone all day or say yes yes I, yes I'd love to from people and he goes and then you put the phone down and I hear you just sound sad and like sigh I was like really like, you do all day you go yeah no problem I'd love to of course I can of course you can and he says I do that all the time and then I, he hears me go oh why am I going I'm running out of time so I think this is a really big one for me because I'm sure uh, people pleasers however you want to name it people pleasers or people that struggle to say no or you know I can trace it probably all the way back to childhood as all things do when we follow the trail and uh I was an army kid and I went to a million schools and I was always changing and I probably just said yes to everything to fit in or to be busy or to feel accepted but maybe it's just the fact that 
I it's it can be hard to say no and um I guess lots of us want to be liked in that way but it's not really being it's not very healthy I think to just want to be liked and then genuinely having not enough time in the day to sleep or do all the things you love so I really 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 and I know you're going to have good tips on this I struggle to say no thank you uh and I would like to do more uh more of it uh, so I've put it as both a habit, but it's really like none of my habits are like things I 100% can manage mm. all the time. They're just ones I really want to work on. What are your tips, Emma Guns? <laughs> well, I love the, the, the Jane Fonda quote, which is no is a complete sentence. And I, think, and I think that kind of embodies it. It's not the no so much as the justification. Like you can say no to something. It's, the, it's people's reaction to your no and the subsequent then having to justify your no that I think causes the anxiety. Do you yeah. find yeah, I just find the word no hard to even say. Isn't that strange? No, should I practice it with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's no. do some no therapy. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, I do you know what? I, I actually think I have the opposite problem. So I think that you, are you, okay, pop psychology. Are you naturally a trusting person? Yes. Okay, so I'm naturally quite cynical and I'm always, I'm always suspicious of people's, um, uh not incentives what's the word motives motives thank you I knew it had ibs in it and so (laughs) I genuinely I'm somebody who will come from a place of no and need to warm up to a yes and I I, so I have to do the opposite sometimes and I have to sometimes sit and go I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna say yes isn't that funny ah you're good for me I need more (laughs) of you I need more of you that's so interesting the warming the warming up and 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 there in the back of your mind you're thinking maybe I'll say this the whole time I'm going I really don't have time for this I really can't do this I oh shit I'll just say yes because I know that's going to help that person weirdly my mum's very much like it and it drives me nuts because when I'll chat to her she'll be so tired and I'll get what you know she uh, a parent you know you worry more about your parents and, and 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 then when when anyone suggests to me that I should do less Anyway, uh, it, it, it's, it's something that, um, it's, it's the one thing I really, really struggle with. So when, and but what, I guess the positive side is maybe, maybe less face-to-face action this year has enabled me to sort of ah, do a bit more of this and go, I'm so sorry, I can't do it. So I think I'm getting better. And, 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 and in terms of the feel-good habit, which is what you wanted to know about, is that, that feeling of when I have said, yes, no to someone and yes to myself, that's the sweet spot where I've gone, that's why people say no. That's why people say no, because if I had done that, I wouldn't have been able to go on my walk. I wouldn't have been able to chat to Emma. I wouldn't have been able to make soup. I wouldn't have been able to watch whatever. I wouldn't have been able to cuddle my dog. So yes. That's the key, you've absolutely nailed it. Saying no to someone else is actually saying yes to yourself. Do you ever write down or do you keep a log in your diary of like, put a star at the bottom of the page if you've said no that day? I don't, but I'm going to do that because the second you talk about writing down things and putting stars, it takes me back to school (laughs) and that feeling of loveliness. Um, But no, you're right. I I do keep, and this leads me beautifully on to the next one of the gratitude list. Uh, I keep one for myself and my boyfriend and I, we, we sort of talk about a gratitude list verbally as we go on our walks, but you're right. I should maybe, you know, you know, shout myself out a little bit when I do 
perform, I guess, uh, uh, one of my feel-good habits in action, in actual reality, uh, because it does feel really, really good. Yeah. On, on Are you a gratitude list keeper? Do you like a... a are, you, are, you, are you a journalist? A, a journalist. A, a journal writer. I go through fits and starts because I feel like any habit ultimately you want to become part of your DNA. So it's just something that you do. So I feel like I go through fits and starts of writing in the five minute journal. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The five minute journal. And, um, I'm not in one of those phases at the moment, maybe because I've just got enough time and I'm, I, I do tend to in the morning check in with myself because I feel like that's the thing. I feel like if you're constantly making notes and doing journaling, then it's not, then it's an effort. It's, it's, the whole point of a lot of these things is making it just part of you. Effortless. A, yes. a reflex. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with that. Sometimes the pen and paper feels nice. Maybe that sometimes I enjoy the feeling of writing it down when I've had perhaps a very uh, movement and rushy around day or very typey, typey, laptopy day. And I enjoy the writing. Other times I might be sitting on the loo and it's 10 p.m. And I'm like, right, let's go to bed. Uh, and I'll be like, oh, do you know what? I've had a really lovely day. This has been good. And other days when I feel that absolutely everything I've done is wrong, you know, on a period day where you just fall, like, do you get clumsy? I fall yeah. into everything. I drop a million eggs. Everything's <laughs> gone wrong. My recipe tests. So, you know, I have days where I'm recipe testing all day when I'm writing a book or doing my column and everything to me tastes like crap because I've just overdone it. Like if you cook all day, you I, I, I've always been in awe of, of, of restaurant chefs, you know, that are cooking all day. After a certain point, I feel I can't taste things and I'll, I'll be really annoyed with myself and I'll be beating myself up and then I'll do a little on the loo. You know, it might not be a written down one, but I'll do a little run through. What, what am I, you know, what's been nice today? You know what? Got fresh sheets. I uh, had a really lovely cuddle with thing with my dog thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at her. <laughs> Here she is, look. Oh, oh. swaddled oh, my God. swaddled staffy just who just sleeps all day you know <laughs> and I, and some, sometimes my gratitude list is a loo a loo check-in with myself but um and 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 then going back to my boyfriend and my relationship I've actually never done uh actually do you know what me and a couple of friends two particular friends that we have a whatsapp group with and we check in every day I I remember actually a couple of times we've said a couple of things we're grateful for by texting when we've been texting each other and WhatsApping each other. But my boyfriend and I will sometimes do it when we're feeling particularly stressed about something on our walk. You know, he sort of hates doing it apart. So I only really, we only really do this every now and then when he's up for it. But we'll go through like what's going okay. Okay, so we had a, a wee interruption there, but we were talking about checking in and being... Um, being grateful and sharing it with our friends and you were talking about a whatsapp group yeah so sometimes I remember a couple of friends and I would just say a nice thing that's happened that day not only is a sort of I guess it's nice to remind yourself what's good in your life but also to just let the other person know oh I made this it was lovely here's a little link or here's a picture of my food it reminded me of you I wanted to share it with you or uh you know one great thing, one of the many great things about tech, of course, is you know how your phone will sometimes pop up with a memory mm. this time last year. I do enjoy that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll screenshot it, send it on and be like, remember when we went to Hamilton and drank champagne? How great was that? Uh, let's, you know, let's get another date. Let's do something like that. Uh, 
um, and so on. And so I, I do I do like counting my blessings. I know the word gratitude and the gratitude list can, you know, it's not always a word that can sometimes be quite jarring as a thought, but I guess just good things or things I'm grateful for or th things that feel nice, things that feel nice. Um, and then my last feel-good habit, I would probably say, is I've put here um, connecting with the community. So uh, whether that's on my doorstep, there's such great um, neighbourhood sharing apps. There's one called Olio, which is free. I'm pretty not great with apps. I always forget my logins. I always forget everything. But <laughs> Olio is one of those apps that is free. It's actually now all over the world because I know you've got... Um, uh, listeners from all over the world Emma it's all over the world it's free and it just means you can share food people can share toilet roll people can <laughs> share beauty products it's very much I've got a little bit more of something if you need it come come get it and it's there's there's um safe ways of contact free collecting and sharing um I also like to volunteer in soup kitchens and community spaces uh sometimes they don't even need people to help chop let's say they just need people to help pack Mm. or uh logistically count stuff I can't drive but sometimes you know I'm the passenger in the car and I just really I like having a date in the diary to go and do something like that that feels like a real special day for me and I always feel uh inspired and motivated when I get back in through the door about and I meet loads of different people from all different backgrounds um and no one cares about what you do or your life story or your childhood wounds you know you just get on and you start chatting and you're chopping a pepper or you're packing a box or you're saying who's got the scissors to each other <laughs> all day long uh, but I really really um that's probably one of my feel-good habits that feels um just so instantly and naturally a good probably from a chemical point of view because it feels good to be purposeful and do something meaningful you you get outside of your own head you get outside of your own space you're sort of a nameless body you're sort of you're sort of a nobody in the fact that you're not there to sell yourself to anyone uh but at the same time you feel so incredibly part of something connected so it's just very very special and I also when I was younger my mum was very involved in the church community and you know she had us doing all sorts of church stuff um, and then I sort of lost my way a little bit with not no oh, we don't have time to volunteer don't know you know we're freelancers don't know when I'm free don't want to let anyone down oh gosh the form's quite complicated I'll do that later and then I just realized that you know all of us have got a place of worship you know I've volunteered at the uh, a Muslim welfare community center as much as I've volunteered at a, a church hall um, there's somewhere on your doorstep where you could go and and literally lend your hands or if you're good at graphics you could maybe help them with their logo or their newsletter for half a day there's just so many ways to get involved mm. and I would say that as one of my top feel-good habits oh that's a lovely one do you have any links or resources or where to find those places yeah. oh yeah I'd love to share them with you so I would say Olio then if you're London-based there's one called the Felix Project which is a food waste charity outside of, of London you've got Fair Share Food Cycle the Junk Food Project in Brighton, UK Harvest in Suffolk, um, tons. 
uh tons of these links on your website because i can uh put a link in the show notes there are yes i'll send it to emma you're amazing thank you um and also if anyone would like to suggest any that i haven't listed please let us know uh because i'm really aware there's there's all sorts of amazing things there's bigger charities and then there's smaller ones that are very very small and uh and 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 maybe don't even have a social media presence so they really deserve a shout out too but um yeah it's all on our doorstep and i would just say you know uh one thing i've learned over this year this being 2020 is that demand for uh support at food banks has quadrupled if not even more now that's that i heard three months ago uh so demand is really really up and it's everything from tinned goods to fresh food to nappies and sanitary products and it's just everything Mm. everything that we all use all day people are really in need of so um I would say even if you can't donate time because obviously time is really precious especially if you've got your job or or people you're caring for the elderly or your your parents or your kids you know it could be that you've got I I, do you know what I'm going to find the link I saw someone, I think it was even a sponsored ad or something came up. It said, if you've got an old phone or a laptop, someone will come and collect it from you. They'll wipe it clean and they'll give it to a a vulnerable, isolated person who really needs a way to connect. And I'm going to find that link. Um, And because we've probably all got a phone or an old iPad or something, and they will do all the tech stuff to it, make sure it's clean of all your information and they'll give it to someone so they can stay connected. So I think that's really lovely. Anyone's having a clear out. Yeah, let's definitely put the link to that in the show notes. These were fantastic feel good habits, Melissa. <laughs> thank you so much. Honestly, oh, I Emma, love them. You. And thank you for being so honest and so vulnerable and for admitting that it's not all roses, that your feel good habits are there because actually you need them. I need them. Absolutely. <laughs> and thank you for having me. And thank you, everybody listening. Yeah. I'm really such a big fan. So, oh. you know, cheers. Oh, it's been so nice. And you will come back, trust and believe. When we can do it face to face, we'll do the big show all about your food, your incredible career, all of the stuff that you do. I'll make you soup and halloumi croutons just for you. That, I mean, that's reason enough to do anything, my friend. Um, <laughs> listeners, the links to Melissa and everything that we've discussed will be in the show notes. But thank you so much for sharing your feel good habits. Thanks, Emma. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.